In times of drought and desperation for scarce, for scarce water resources, it is important that we are looking at all the options of what we can do to save water. Um, a few weeks ago, we spoke to um, a man up in Canada, in Toronto, who spoke to us about um, water preservation and what they were doing around water and ensuring that we they turn rainwater into drinkable water and usable water. Today, we will, this morning on the show, we'll be talking to Ray DeFries, who's founder of Water From Air. They actually turn air into water. Over the last few weeks, we have taken a focus on methods of storing rainwater and harvesting it in a sense. Last time I was here on airs, I spoke about the different systems which can help us save more water. But on tonight's show, I'd like to start with a very crazy idea. It is not entirely new, but it is a unique and important innovation which could be developed in some kind of solution to the kind of water crisis we're experiencing in Cape Town. Ray DeFris is the founder of Water from Air, which is, an, is a Durban-based company which is conf- converting the moisture in the atmosphere into drinkable water. Since the water... The machines operate according to the humidity in the air, drawing it in and cooling it to allow condensation to form in a collective t- collecting tank. Since the water is drawn from the air rather than the ground, it is readily much cleaner and excludes contaminants more commonly found in terrestrial sources. The result is 100% pure and clean water, which is alkaline pH 7.4 and softest water one can get, according to Ray Diffrey's Sea of Water from Air. Roy, Ray joins, us, joins me on the line right now to discuss these products and the technical aspects of how they work. Good morning, Ray DeFries, and thank you for joining us um, on the show on such a godforsakenly hour, I must say, 12, 12 a.m. in the morning is not the greatest of hours, but we appreciate you being with us on the show today. Magic, thanks, Colossa. Nice to join you guys. Um, can you just take tell us a little bit about Water From Air and what exactly that is that you do? Well, I think you've just described it very well. Um, literally, I think in headlines, we're an alternative water source, the only alternative water source that is available to mankind. Um, there's two types of water the, or two types of situations uh, that we have. The one is that there's little or no water, and the other is that the water that we have is so badly polluted um, that we can't use it. So one uh, can look at the dams, look at the rivers, look at the reservoirs, and say, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to replace the piping, we need to do all that sort of stuff. Or one says, let's take a complete mind shift and let's move it and let's do water from air. And it's doing enormously well. Um, and, and I mean, I've, last week, uh, the, not like last week, the week before that, in fact, on the show, I also spoke a bit about turning rainwater into water. There's a lot of, 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 of things that are happening, especially with water shortages um, in South Africa and, and many parts of South Africa and because of the drought. Is there uh, any areas specifically that you believe possibly are experiencing it worse than other areas and the fact that um, you are able to turn the, the air into water, would, would it work across the country or would it be in specific areas like Durban, for instance, where the humidity is a bit higher than the rest of the country? Colossa, yeah, the, the yield of water or the harvest, as we call it, of the amount of water that one gets is, uh, is um, dependent on the humidity. Um, having said that, if you take a place like Johannesburg, um, it's quite surprising to know that Johannesburg has a humidity of 59.1%. Uh, Durban is 77 and by the way, Cape Town is 72. So if you have a look at that, those sort of numbers, if you have a look at Harare, Harare is the same as that. If you have a look at London, London's 80%. If you have a look at Dubai, which is a desert, it's 91%. 
So there is a lot of humidity in the air where we don't think that there is humidity. Mm. Um, and and just besides the fact that obviously we're experiencing water shortages in our country and it's a crisis for everybody. I mean, I don't know how long I've had my car looking so dirty this week, but I am also considering the water and not washing it as regularly as I would. So, I mean, there's a lot of awareness and a, and a lot of that. What inspired you besides the water shortages to look into the idea of extracting water from air? What really inspired me was... I used to manage the or manage the the shop windows that were the media, the marketing, and the sponsorship for the Doozy Canoe Marathon for 19 years. I got to learn a lot about water and about about bad water, good water, and when it's something that we take for granted, it's something that we think is just free. It's something that we think comes from the tap. It doesn't. It comes from a dam. If the dam's empty, there is no water. I, I got so deep into it that I had to look throughout South Africa. We're about 35 to 40 years behind as far as the infrastructure goes with our taps. We don't know what's in our taps. We don't know what's in our water. We don't know where it comes from. Um, so what really inspired me was I learned about this, and the usual question I'm asked every single day by many, many people from all over the world is, why hasn't everybody been doing this? And I guess the answer to that, or that's roughly translated as, well, this obviously doesn't work, otherwise it would have been done long ago. Um, mm. It does work. Uh, it is working. We've got over a 1,000 machines already in South Africa. And the joy of just seeing water being made in our home at a very, very uh, small cost uh, is an amazing thing to see. To see a child that's in a, in, in our sort of very recently in Cliff Louis up here in uh, KZN, mm. a child actually getting water for the first time from the air, the magic in the child's eyes. And it's available to us. We just haven't been doing it. Mm. Um, um, that's so true. And I mean, we spoke last week a bit about um, number of processes that um, we're coming up with innovations to, to create water, obviously. And, and one of them is obviously turning rainwater into drinkable water and usable water. That's always been an indigenous way of getting water. If you come from the rural areas, you've got tanks out your house and that's how you drink water. And quite recently, also this desalination, which is turning um, seawater into into, into um into water and drinkable and usable water as well. Would you say um, the air to water process is a simpler process? Oh, most definitely. You know, you're doing it all the time. Colossa, when you're sitting at home and you have a, an ice-cold uh, glass of Coke or water or a beer, whatever it is, on the outside you've got water, water there already. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's so simple. But, you know, the, the biggest difference is this is if you take desalination, you still have to take water to where it's needed. Mm. Um, with water from there, it's made where it is needed. And that is a colossal difference. Water is wow. a very expensive thing to, 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 to pipe or to, to stick on a truck or on a train or whatever and take it somewhere. Mm. And so the, 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 the technology is locally produced, so we can actually call this a probably South African product? Uh, you can most definitely call it a South African product. It is not our invention. We're the innovators of it, and uh, we've got factories in South Africa. In fact, what we're doing right now is uh, starting a factory in Iran at their, at, uh, at their request, at their invitation. So we're going to be taking these factories and, and copy and pasting them mm. around the world. Uh, it's the new way. It's going to happen. Uh, it is happening, and it's the only, only way that we, we have left, really. Mm. Um, could you take us through the process of making the water out of air? How does this machine actually work? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, when I said to you, you have a glass of water, whatever, and, and the water uh, forms on the outside of the glass. 
That's a simplistic way. It's actually a very sophisticated process, a very sophisticated machine that we've developed. Um, but it draws in the air, cools the air down. Uh, the condensation drops into an ultraviolet bin. And then there's a mine point filtration and sanitization process. All sanitization within the machine is done by ultraviolet. Uh, the, the filters take it right back to basic H2O. And then it's remineralized, which is good for you. Um, and then you press the button and you're drinking yesterday's humidity. Mm. Um, and is this something you foresee in, in the long run being something that's going to be very common and co- common practice and, and, and people being able to just do this for themselves, buy the machine and be able to, to use it, utilize it for themselves? Not only is it going to happen, it is happening. We're sending about a dozen of these machines a day to households in Cape Town on order. Uh, we've wow. had to double our shifts. We've had to double our production. And it's not just because the water, that there is going to be no water in Cape Town. That's a given. Mm. Uh, you know, you guys have got the, the Argus cycle race coming up. You've got uh, tourists coming up. You've got, you've got far more people coming to the Cape uh, than there is water. So full stop, there is, there is not going to be enough water. That's just the logical conclusion. What is happening right now is that we are now becoming aware of the most important thing to us, and that is water. I find it absolutely laughable that we're running around looking for water on Mars and we can't even find water in Guguletu or in the, in the city centre, in the city bowl in Cape Town. Mm. And it's interesting you actually raise it. I think it was about five years ago when they started um, the conversation, making comments around the fact that the next war that we will see in, the, in this world is not going to be for oil, but it will be for water. And I think back then we laughed at that to say that's not that's 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 just really far fetched. But if you think about it and you look at what is happening right now, that could have been quite a not such a bad premonition after all. Um, but what's what for me is I find quite interesting for you to have such an amazing solution that can reach so many people without, um, you know, some of the struggles that we would have to get water, as you've said, um, in the rural areas in Shushuwe, um in the, in the KwaZulu-Natal area, you've started doing this. Why is it that we don't know enough about, about this? I think that, as always, we wake up very late. Human beings go, well, we haven't got this, we need it, rather than looking forward and saying we're going to have a problem or we're going to do this or going to do that. I think that government can take a big, uh, a big uh, uh, responsibility for it. Uh, you know, we were going up to the elections last year, August the 3rd, and that was seen as part of service delivery. And so we weren't really allowed to talk about it too much. Um, it's not about service delivery. It's every single one of our responsibilities. Um, but it's government's responsibility to, to really make sure that each and every single person knows about this. A year ago, I was in Senegal in the Free State. I heard about a farmer that had committed suicide because of his herd. He had to shoot half of his herd to keep the other half alive. Nobody even knew we had water problems. And there was a guy committing suicide. Mm-hmm. I came across an old age home with 72 people in it that hadn't had water for 28 days. Nobody mm-hmm. heard about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that, that as far as us knowing about it right now, every single one of us has a responsibility to do this. And the, the, if you one just thinks that for every litre that we drink from the air, we're leaving a litre in the reservoirs, the rivers and the dams of the planet for other people to drink. Yeah, um, and I was I also, my question was probably twofold, yes, about the water crisis, but I was also talking about specifically your product. I mean, you've just said that you've shipped a number of, of, of these already orders through to our households in Cape Town. I was actually asking about that. How come... 
uh, many of us don't know about this, that your product that, that is readily available, that can be ordered, that I can use in my own household to create water. Are you marketing it? Is, are you guys having a robust um, campaign around this for people to know about this? We're spending a fortune on marketing. Um, the, biggest, the biggest thing with it is it's a, it's a see, believe, buy. Mm. Uh, most people that I talk to, 99% of people that I talk to say, wow, that, that's crazy. Gee, I never thought about that. Wow. Um, a lot of people are seeing it now. A lot of people are actually coming across, the, across us. Uh, the sad thing is that about 80% of all our sales are overseas. Sure. Yeah, that is... Makes that you is think. not good. Yeah, you know, it does make you think. And and have you um, been part of any? I know there's been a few conferences that have been held around um, the country. Smaller conferences. I know at my church, for instance, at the St George's Cathedral, there will be a conference being held soon around water, the water crisis. What can we do um, as a church community to help out? Have you possibly been at conferences at places where you've actually marketed your product? Yes, we have, very much so, uh, all around the world, not just South Africa. Um, often uh, I'm invited to talk about this sort of thing, and, and people are fascinated about it. Uh, you know, I think that if you, it starts at a basic human level. So for, for arguments like your church or my church, our church is doing a lot of stuff as well. Um, Water Shortage South Africa is a foundation that is doing enormous things. And that just started as somebody saying, listen, take some water on the way home from Cape Town or Durban to Johannesburg, and drop it off at a collecting point. This was started a year ago. Uh, and, and, and somebody will pick it up and somebody will take it to somebody who needs it. And that has become so incredibly uh, followed. 35 million liters yeah. uh, is what they've shifted to people. So it starts at a basic human level. The water shortage starts when the CEO in Branston or Bishop's Court goes to his tap and goes, hang on, there's no water in my tap. Hmm. That's, where, that's where the, the, when it really becomes famous. Mm, which is, um, which is know, quite sad because, I mean, the CEO in Bryanston or someone in Bishop Gotts can find means and ways of getting themselves water, but poor souls in Google, of these worlds, they won't necessarily have the money and the means to actually find alternatives for themselves. And that's where the rubber hits the road. Uh, that, that it's always the people that can't afford this sort of stuff. You know, a machine costs 26,500 rand. Mm. Three years ago, people were saying to me, that's ridiculously expensive. Today, they're saying, how can I pay for that? Yes. There's a finance plan, there's a rental plan, there's a buy plan. It's a have to do. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, our, it's our responsibility in our homes to take charge of our own water now. It doesn't require piping. It doesn't require government. It doesn't require full dams. It doesn't require anything. It requires pressing a button and drinking water. It's a responsibility, not just something that is quite, it's not a sort of a fad. It's a have to do. For goodness sake, we're made up of water. We are water. 75% of us is water. Mm. So uh, there's there's only two questions to ask. And the one question is, are we going to have water in the future? The answer is very definitely no. And we now all know that. And the second question is, is the water that I'm getting good enough for me to put down my child's throat? Mm. And the answer is very definitely no. Um, you are listening to the Overnight Show with myself, Kolosama Digizela. We are talking to Ray DeFries, who is the founder of Water From Air, and they're also the CEO of the business. P- talking about accessibility to water, something that is really, really, really scary 
Gas and we're talking to um, Ray DeFries. Um, Ray, we've got a WhatsApp um, message um, from Daryl in Borkup. He says, good morning, how affordable is this appliance? And I think you've just said it's about 25,000, am I correct? Yes, 26,500 rand. Um, that's the initial, the initial purchase price. Uh, you can get finance on that, which will cost you about 700 rand a month. Okay, and, and, and what, what is the process? Are you, at the moment, is it directly from you, from, 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 from producer to, to customer? Are you thinking of ever having from producer to outlet? Is there something we could possibly go by, for instance, at a pick and pay or at, a, at, a, at an, an outlet or builder's warehouse, for that matter, for example? No, we, we, we deal directly globally. It's okay. actually quite unique as far as a, a business like ours go. We guarantee to get a, a machine within 72 hours door-to-door anywhere in South Africa. If there's a street address, that will arrive at your door. It's a 50-kilogram machine, the same height as a water cooler, uh, the traditional water cooler with a big plastic bottle on top of it. Uh, and, yeah, so within 72 hours, that can be at your door. Oh, Okay. Okay, interesting. And it's easy to use. It comes with a manual. Like if you buy a TV, this would come with a manual of how I would I would use the the product. Yes, indeed it does. Yeah, uh, you literally when you get it, you take the box off, you plug it in, you switch it on. The following day, you drink the water from there. Wow, it's uh, that simple. Very simple indeed. And any um, feedback that you've gotten yet from your people that have bought it and started using it any positive or any negatives for that matter any improvement areas that you have to look at and positives what are people saying about it is it user-friendly have they really found the benefits from it and is it really working for them of course i'm going to say yes as a ceo of a company that's doing that um but the fact of the matter is it's almost like a movement uh it's almost like a, a rally cry that people are, are, are giving us. We are proud that the best letters we've received are from people who've had a hassle with a, with a machine, uh, with an ultraviolet glow popping or a, uh, a leak in the actual machine uh, or not understanding it. And with the backup that they've received, water is now. Our mm. company has a huge responsibility to make sure if we are the alternative water source, then we must be the alternative water source, not a machine that can work when it works. Mm, yeah, that is that is a and that's really expensive. That 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 infrastructure is massively expensive mm. uh, to set up throughout South Africa. We've got things like uh, and and we're very proud. We've got a couple of world firsts. The one is we have a hotel uh, that's coming online in March in Paquette, mm. and that 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 hotel is a Marriott hotel, and that hotel will have only water from air, a forty foot container, two of our machines, a water plant in it. Uh, bottles coming down from the rooms from the food and beverage outlets into the uh, 40-foot container, uh, cleaned, bottled, and gone back up again. Wow. Uh, that, that's, uh, that's coming. We're actually in yachts. We, we've started our first yachts already. Uh, the first kidney dialysis will be done within three months from our water. Uh, it's, it's not just used where one thinks that, that water is used. Water is actually everywhere. It's frightening. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's really amazing, um, Ray. Um, with all of this amazing stuff that you've done, and I mean, uh, breaking through into in what you just told us now in Dubai, the areas that you are getting world first, have you had any conversations, any presentations, any engagements at all with government with respect to this type of product and how they can actually take it to use it to ensure that the people that we just spoke about that unfortunately would be hard hit when they lose water are able to access this through government? Have you had any interactions with them? We have. We've been approached by the PRC, which is the Public Investment yes. Corporation. We've mm-hmm. been uh, called in by them, and we, we're halfway through a project where we're going to start it on a massive scale in South Africa. Um, 
the beauty of it is that it provides jobs. The beauty mm. of it, it's a brand new category. So when we start a factory, we, we need 300 people there. Those are people that, are, that have never been in any other industry ever. We, don't, we can't poach them from a Vodacom or an SOB Miller or a Pick and Pay or a wherever. Those are people that have never had a job before or those are people that are in the, this industry has never been around before. So from, a, from an export point of view, we are going to be the world leaders. Hmm. We are hmm. going to be the biggest country in the world that does this sort of stuff. You know, El Nino, this year, it's in or these last few years, it's been in South Africa. Uh, it's now, it'll now be in South America in the next phase. So we'll be selling to South America. We are now uh, the world's foremost company on this, on this type of technology and the innovations in this technology. You know, we, we're, we're at the moment, we are working way ahead of what we're actually seeing right now. So at the moment, you're seeing in a home, a person switches on a machine and they go, wow, I've got water from the air. Every single day to this day, I still, every single day, I look at my machine and I go, it is unbelievable that I have got 32 liters of water being made every single day here and it comes just from the water. And I feel guilty because I can't use all of it. Mm-hmm. And- so if one starts thinking about communal, uh, a community, if one starts thinking about a church that we talked of just now, say St. George's, imagine if this happened. Imagine outside St. George's, imagine that we had a billboard or a structure Imagine we had a water from air machine in that structure. Imagine the billboard was brought there uh, by, by the city of Cape Town, St. George's, whatever. Mm. Imagine below that everybody could come and get free 100% pure water each and every single day. And that's sustainable. Sure. Imagine if that happened. It's perfectly feasible. It's happening in my lounge as I talk to you. Mm. And, and, and I mean, I know we're talking about the positives here, but I would really like to know what are the challenges that you have faced in this process and founding this um, innovative and very amazing way of, 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 of making water? What are the challenges that you've encountered and how have you overcome these challenges? The, the first, well, the one big challenge that we had, in fact, I know it sounds corny, but this is the truth. <laughs> The hassle with it is that it's too good to be true. And that's why I'm asking about the challenges, because it does sound too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to manufacture the challenges. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what the biggest challenge was, was to get the electricity usage down to an acceptable level, whereby a person could say, this is just like a plasma screen TV. And we've got it to that. We've got an electrosaver now that uses the, the old plasma screen TV. It uses the same amount of electricity, 450 watts. That was probably the biggest challenge. The second biggest challenge is actually keeping it out of big corporations' hands. You know, I believe that the world at the moment is on a David and Goliath war. Mm -hmm. And people are actually pissed off with Goliath now. You know, Goliath has taken our money. Goliath has has done this. Goliath gobbled up that. Goliath did that. And the Davids of the world are looking around, right around the world. If you look at this incredible stuff that's happening with Trump, and I don't want to go there, but the, the, the <laughs> world is, is it's so unpredictable now because yeah. the Davids are saying, we've had enough. Yes, We've had enough of bad water. We've had enough of this. I'll take it into my own hands. So we've got two restaurants at the moment. Those restaurants have machines in them. Can you imagine the following scenario? You walk into a restaurant, and uh, I'm serving you. I go, hi, Colossal. My name's Ray. I'll be serving you today. Uh, first of all, the bottle that's on your table, that comes from the air. The machine on my left-hand side draws in the air, cools it down, goes through an point filtration process, and that, in fact, is bottled humidity. And the guy says, wow, that's incredible. Bottled humidity, you must be joking. And what's the first thing they do is they open it. Mm. The profitability is massive because you don't have big stock rooms. You don't need Mm. to make it cold. It comes cold. Can you imagine the top of Table Mountain? Can you imagine that you go up there and you say to the restaurant owner, which I'll be doing next Thursday, and saying to the guy, guys, 
instead of bringing plastic full of water all the way up here and then taking plastic all the way down, why don't we just make the water up on Table Mountain? Can you imagine a German tourist taking home with him a bottle of Table Mountain water made there and a picture of him receiving his bottle? Mm. We've got an SMS. The mind boggles. Um, thanks, Ray. We've got an SMS um, which says, Hi there. How will social grant pensioners receiving 1,500 rands only per month be able to pay for the machine? And that's from Gloria. And that is the challenge. And Gloria is quite right. How, does, how, how, how do we get it into the hands of the poor? Um, the, the way that we do that is we have to talk to, to big corporations. We're talking to them at the moment. We have to get government to say it's in our interest as government to make sure that we are actually looking after those people. We're working on a project at the moment with a very forward-thinking uh, advertising company where we'll have billboards, and the billboards will have uh, company names at the top of them, but there'll be water from air machines in there coming down, and there'll be free water below. So when we talk to someone like Gloria, Gloria, you could be going to a billboard in an area near you, and the whole thing is funded by the people that are advertising at the top. Not only are they advertising their, 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 their wares, but also what they're doing is they're saying, hey, we're here to help you, David. Hmm. And the Davids of the world are going to help Davids of the world in that way. So that's the way that Lori that, that, that would do it. She wouldn't be able to afford a machine outright like this, even at 700 rand a month on, 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 uh, on finance. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're talking at the moment about um, um, the cost of, of, of acquiring the, 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 the product. But as we know, very often there's a hidden um, costs around the operating cost, the maintenance cost. What are the operating costs and the maintenance cost of, of this type of machine? So it cost me 26,000 rands to buy it now, but what does it actually cost me in terms of over the years in maintaining it and making sure that I continue to use it? Because as we've both said and rightfully have seen through research, the water issue is not about to end anytime soon. And that's a very good question. It goes back to the question of earlier, what are the challenges that we have? Yes. The challenges that we have include that. People say, well, gee whiz, okay, it's going to cost me that amount of money. They can get their heads around that. And, but what is it going to cost me in the future, as you ask? It's very simple. We have uh, four filters that need to be changed every six to 12 months. The total cost of those filters are 850 rand. Uh, if anything goes wrong with that machine, it's guaranteed for 24, for 24 months. The machine comes with a spare set of filters. So what we've done is we've eliminated that question completely where people go, gee, that's not a lot of money. Mm. And then when it breaks, who fixes it? Will it at some point, let's just say I'm, I'm supposed to replace these filters every six months, but before that the machine breaks, uh, who fixes it? Does it come with a warranty? Does it come with a guarantee? Will you be able to fix it for me? 100%. As we talk right now, I've received a, 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 uh, an email from a guy in Bolivia that bought a machine from us a little while ago. Uh, something's gone wrong with his, with his chap. We fixed that within one hour. All that was wrong was a, was a connection on a filter that happened in transportation. And that was done by WhatsApp, uh, FaceTime, shall I say. So we got mm. onto FaceTime. We had a look at his machine. My, technic, my technical guy said, well, there you go. That's if you live in Bolivia. If you live in Cape Town, Johannesburg, or Durban, you'll have a real-life human being with water from air on his cap come into your house to sort that out. We do a swap and swap out process. Because it's an alternative source of water, that person must have water all the time. So we take them, we take the machine that, that, that has a hassle, we put another machine in, we fix that machine and we return it again to them. Mm. 24 months warranty on all parts. Um, and then the other thing I just wanted to ask um, with regards to this is we all know that um, for, there's, for a number of years there's been 
issues around air pollution and pol- over-polluted air, um, mining certain areas in the mining um, parts of our country. I've always had issues with people getting cancer and diseases from the air pollution. How do you counter that in ensuring that the water is as pure and as clean as possible? That's a question that comes up a lot. That, that, that is looked after with the filtration process. We have an air filter that starts the whole process, the first filter that we use. Uh, and then it goes through a whole set of uh, nine-point filtration process. So by the time it gets to the other side, there's no contaminants, viruses, bacteria, or anything that can be there. Um, thank you, Ray. Please can you give us the contact details for your company again, how people can get in touch with you if they want to have any more questions around this topic or if they want to engage you or if it's someone listening who has a company who wants to say, hey, I want to get involved, especially from a CSI point of view, I want to help. Um, can you just give us your contact details for your company and just restate how much uh, water can be made in a day as well and what, how quickly, just for our listeners out there as well. Okay, super. In headlines, we make water, uh, our machines make water from 32 litres a day right up to 1,500 litres a day. Solar, electricity, mobile for the, uh, the top end and the bottom end in your, in your home. To get hold of us, we, you can get hold of me directly, which is ray at waterfromair.co.za. That's ray at waterfromair.co.za. Uh, our, Twitter hand, our Twitter handle is at waterfromairsa. And uh, our website is waterfromair.co.za. Um, thank you, Ray. Um, we are talking to Ray DeFries on the overnight show with myself, Colas Matigizela on Cape Talk. Uh, we would like to hear your calls. We've received a few SMSs for Ray, some very good questions that the people were asking. If you can call us, if you've got any questions, please call us on 021-446-0567. You can tweet us on at Cape Talk. You can SMS us on 31567. You can send us your voice notes to 072-567-1567. Um, anything else, Ray, that you would like to leave us with on an ending note for our listeners with regard to water from air? Yeah, I think there's, there's two things that I think that, that, that I would like to, to, to bring across in, in closing. And uh, the one is that we have a responsibility to do this. Corporates have a responsibility to take water to their fellow man, not just because it's the right thing to do, but a rich man doesn't sleep well when a poor man is thirsty. So mm-hmm. if that's your only motivation to take water to your fellow man, then it's a good enough reason. The bigger reason is, hey, guys, our fellow South Africans are in trouble. There are people dying from water. We don't even know that. Um, and our job is to do that. The second thing is, how valuable is water in your life? Uh, somebody said to me the other day, I would never, ever be able to afford 26,500 rand. I said, do you have DSTV at home? They said, yes. This costs 150 rand less than your DSTV at home. For goodness sake, it's water. It's your life. It's your kids. It's you. It's your family. The people that you love the most. And it's something that we're fast running out of. Far more important than your DSTV. Thank you so much, Ray. It was really a pleasure to have you on the show with with myself today. I um, really appreciate you making the time to talk to us. And I must say, it's really a very important topic. I really wish I had just three hours just to talk to you on this topic and what more we can do because it is really becoming an issue and a serious one. And, I, and I'm happy to... F- realize that within our midst in South Africa, we've got companies and people like yourself who are passionate about this, who are finding ways to resolve it. And I really hope your conversations with the PIC go well, because I would really like to see this filter down to the grassroots, the people that really need it. Thank you and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Super. And thanks so much for being on the show. I like it. Thank you. Thanks.